All is fair in love and war. Miss Daphne Bridgerton. Good day, lords and ladies, and welcome to episode two of First Eps. We recently watched the first episode of the all-new Netflix series Bridgerton. Sexy, stylish, British, period, piece. And we're here to talk about the first episode with you. So, I'm Eric. I'm Keith. And this is First Eps. So for this episode of First Eps, we watched Bridgerton, Netflix, brand new series, getting all the rave reviews. So, you know, we had to do it. Set in 1813, when we first find out. Oh, before we get into that, let's talk, before it even starts, the bullet points at the top of the thing, sex, nudity, sexual violence, and language. Mm-hmm. So we know we're in for an HBO type experience. I was I was interested to see where we were going to go with this. At, as soon as as soon as I saw that, I was like, I'm all in. So, <laughs> um, it starts off. Let's just talk about. It starts off immediately with the narrator, all right, um, talking about things that are happening in whatever, wherever this is set. Do you, where, London. So, I don't know. That, well, that does it. That works. We'll say London. Yeah. Oi, governor. London. Um, <laughs> London. Oh, London town. Exactly. That's my accent. Yeah. You nailed it. That was your best accent you've ever done in the history of the world. <laughs> I'm sure throughout the episodes, people will see that as well. Um, all right. So right away, you see it's super stylish, colorful, well shot. Oh, yeah. Everything is, is beautiful. You know, yeah. like the costumes are gorgeous. There's just everything's popping, you know? Yeah. Um, I loved that right from, from the start. Um, like bright yellow gowns people are wearing and kind yeah. of pink pink bows and stuff. Just very, yeah, eye-catching, absolutely. Everybody's getting dressed up for some reason and introduced to like a thousand characters, like all at once, like right yeah. away. The whole posh crew we see, yeah. Yeah, and they all look the same because they're all wearing like very similar clothes. So I'm like, oh boy. This is going to be like another Game of Thrones. Dude, I didn't know Game of Thrones characters until like the third season. <laughs> it, it didn't, I mean, Game of Thrones too. <laughs> and in fact, I thought, I wonder if there's going to be magic powers evolving over time in this. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. We've only watched the first episode. Maybe I'm just, it's all just unicorns and... Uh, yes. Yeah. Dragon men who are in shirtless and chapless. Yeah. Probably, probably very chapped. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, they're all preparing for something. We don't really know what it is they're preparing for right at the beginning. And then one of my first notes, the first sex scene is three minutes into the series. Ah, um, again, the whole Game of Thrones element, we're starting out strong. Yep. Exactly, exactly. Um, so then we, we come to find out that they're, these families are presenting to the queen. Um, the fir- there's the feather Featheringtons. And the Bridgertons. Those are the right. two big okay. families that we Okay, see. the Feathertons are the ones with the three daughters, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. got I guess all the feathers when they come and presented, but yeah. Penelope, Prudence, and Philippa are the, the <laughs> Featheringtons. Right, right, right. Um, so, and so far, they kind of have a, um, 
they, they've kind of been playing them as kind of like a uh, Cinderella's Wicked Stepsisters kind of vibe. 100%. That's exactly what I thought, too. Um, except for Penelope. Penelope, she, redhead, right? The shorter one? Yes. Yeah. She, okay. she was great. She just didn't She just didn't give a fuck. She just she didn't want to be there. Nope. She didn't want to read her books. Right. At one point, she, was just, she was just reading her book, and um, I wrote down the quote. Uh, the, her mom says, uh, put that down. You'll confuse your thoughts. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's all about presenting to the queen um, for like, and then she picks like the most, like the bachelorette. This whole episode, it seemed like I was watching like a British 1800s version of the bachelorette. I love it. Yes. Yes. Oh, so strange. Um, so yeah. And then we should mention like, so when we go and we see the queen, um, the, the casting it was, uh, it was completely colorblind, just all races, you know, it's uh, very diverse, which, which was yeah, great. Yeah. Actually not historically accurate for the time, but it was super cool to see. I mean, we'll see throughout, <clears throat> throughout the series that, or even the first episode, accuracy as far as history is not paramount for this series, you know? So yeah. you I know, thought it was awesome. I thought it was really yeah. cool to see. It was cool. I remember I actually read an article or a, a, something from the shoot. I wish I knew his name. The guy who plays the Duke, mm-hmm. and he was saying that that one of the things he really likes about this project is that it shows people from all different backgrounds and races really that, that they can all have kind of fun and live in this opulent time period, and nobody's kind of cast to a certain a certain you know position or a certain um, job. They can all kind of be royal and live it, and and that's why you want to be part of this to show that everybody can ha- have a little fun. I, yeah, that was cool. I, I loved it too. Yeah. 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 Especially making the queen a woman of color. I thought I was like, that was super cool. Um, yeah. She's fun too. I like her. She's a, she's a bad bitch dude. Like, yeah. right there, and like, her hair is like 14 perfect. inches high. It's just on, up there. You can't see my hands, but yeah, she's got it going. Oh yeah. Up in the, up in the clouds. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's how you know she's got a lot of authority too. You know, the higher the hair. So um, yeah. So we get through that. And then some of the other characters we meet along the way, we initially meet a very, very sassy man on a horse who we come to find out is the Duke, oh, Duke Hastings, yes. um, yes. who is like, I rolled down a word for him, smoldering. <laughs> that, was my, that was my- I have to say, you know, I, it's just natural for me to compare these week, this week's leading men uh, from, from, from the Winx Fate saga. Sure. And I, I find these ones to be much more, uh, I can for for what I appreciate, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A, little a, little more, a little more, yeah, yeah. More sophisticated. That's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. So yeah. How do you feel about um, the poor man's uh, Wolverine with his? Uh, <laughs> Wait, his is that the one? Sideburns, the brother, the main brother, the brother, right? Yeah, those sideburns I mean, are awful. The sideburns are bad, but he, you know, um, you know, he's got fills out that kind of like pirate swashbuckling style although i guess i guess he's an aristocrat but you know yeah yeah i mean as one of my friends says my friend michelle says i wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers wait i wouldn't kick him out for eating crackers in bed there was it yeah 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 strike that reverse it yeah 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 and we come to find i mean he loves banging that's one thing other thing we learned mm-hmm. he's out there just banging banging exactly. down the ladies yeah. Good and he's also, but he's also very, um, he also has a great, um, what's the word? Um, he thinks about time and his, and his promises because often when he's banging, he's looking at his watch too. He knows he's got to get back out there again and, you know, fulfill his duties as, as vice duke or whatever he is. Yeah, not quite as high as a duke, but they're- He's the lord. Lord, okay. He's the lord, the lord of the Bridgerton Manor. 
Okay. So okay. obviously, like that means they're they don't mention it in the episode, but their father had passed away, obviously. Okay. Um, I don't think oh, they mentioned the, it. Well, what 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 is a lord though? You know, like is that like that's a title, right? But like, because that's lower than duke. But are they like you know, uh, a baron? Are they a marquis? I think it's like, just the uh, lord of this. Like he's the lord of the their their manor, the the estate. Um, okay. So he, you know, obviously governs over his people. But he's not an earl. We don't we don't have a more, more title like duke. He's just lord because lord is not really a, that's what you call them. I think, but I don't know yeah. if you if that's his title. I don't you know what, what does it say on his big bird? Like, you know, Archie now is like from her royal harness, Duke, Duchess, la la la, right? What's what's on his birth certificate? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out in episode two. I don't think we we know what um he does in episode one or what his okay, title. like what their title okay as of right now just Lord. Right? Okay. So we'll see. But um yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then we go to like a weird, there's a weird ball, which was very much just like an episode of The Bachelorette. Yes, they're right. Trying to like, I don't know, it was weird. It was just all these dudes trying to like get with the girls and like, well, I guess we should, I mean, the main story, we got right into this and we're talking about it. We don't mention, again, the <laughs> Daphne Bridgerton, who oh, right, right, is the right. girl that the queen, yeah. the queen loves. She's the bell of the ball, yeah. we'll say. Yeah. Um, and we find out about this, right? B because it's set up in this this kind of flyer that's circulated through the higher classes. And they're all reading about this from this Mrs. Whistledown, right? Lady Whistledown, yes. Yeah. So she's writing, and that's the narrator. We come to find out the narrator, right. Lady Whistledown, uh, voiced by Julie Andrews. Mm -hmm. um, and she puts out like this tabloid, basically, yeah. that yeah. like talks about, all the the families in this town and like who's hot shit and like <laughs> who's hot who's not yeah. exactly who's five minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> who wore it best you know that whole thing yeah at the beginning Daphne Bridgerton was hot yeah the Featheringtons not yeah yeah and the queen saw that too and commented on on Daphne's mm -hmm. brilliant look her spark yes yeah she has it so and then we went to the ball yeah, and everybody's just trying to get with her, and like she yeah. just doesn't want to. She has some sort of, um, you know, without getting too into any spoilers or anything, she has like, um, you can see sparks kind of flying with her and the Duke at some point. Yep, yep. You know, so it looks like that might be the the relationship going forward. I don't know, but yep. she's like at the ball, like this super creepy dude. Oh, oh I couldn't even look at him. No, me. <laughs> When he's drinking like the me lemonade, he's just like, oh yeah, lemonade. Made me oh, so uncomfortable. Match. You've always amused me, Miss Bridgerton. Ever since I was a schoolboy, and you were. Oh, but five. Miss Bridgerton. They really cast him well. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Like he yeah. was. I could, yeah. Hard to look at, and then he really, he really gets, he inserts himself into her life quite a bit. So it yeah. makes it even more uncomfortable the further it goes. Like, it seems like he knows, like, when the brother has gone away to, like, the men's, like, the boys club. Like, yeah. literally the boys club. And then he comes over and pops over and talks to her. Like, uh -huh. yeah. And because of social pleasantries, the she mother has to leave her alone because, you know, wants her to, you know, at some point get married because that's what you do. Yeah. Um, unless you want to read a book and get made fun of by your other mother. So you don't want to do that. So anyway, so she is definitely has to sit down there and talk with this man. And it's really awkward. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was. Oh, yeah. Um, 
so he does get you know she gives him a little a little something uh to think about later in the episode oh you know which yeah is, that was great um, too but um one th- another thing i want to mention and i didn't realize it until we get to the ball but i'm like i'm like i i recognize this song everything's like this string uh symphony and i was like yeah. I this song and i realized it's maroon fives like girl like you and i was like oh that's so cool so i looked it up and like all the songs are like current songs that are done by um vitamin string quartet oh like, cool you know, i've heard of them yeah. yeah ariana grande maroon five sean mendez billy eilish are all in there done by this quartet so i was like that was really cool i like yep. that another thing showing that like you know the historical accuracy is not paramount for this like oh yeah yeah love when stuff does that yeah it had a lot like um behind me is my versailles versailles <laughs> versailles oh god um my versailles background and it reminded me it reminded me of the marie antoinette kind of movie like that the sofia coppola one too uh, she kind of woven in some new new songs okay. with it yes i love any movie that does that take like a, a like even like going back to as far as a Knight's Tale. Do you remember that one? I do. Yeah. That one they had like they're singing We Will Rock You in the stadium, whatever. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. with Heath Ledger, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it's like it's a um a conflict of sounds. It is exactly, but it works so well together. Yeah. Yeah. Brought to you by this fitting this uh this beer uh for that. Uh, what is the beer of the day? What do we have here today? This is a double IPA with peaches and vanilla from Community okay. Beer Works. Very nice. Um, yeah, so it's very, it's very good. Delicious. We would be remiss if we didn't talk about one of my favorite scenes, of course, the opera part. Now I knew I knew you would like that part. <laughs> you know, anytime I see a good opera scene, I'm I'm in. I'm in and I'm invested. And of course, what goes better than at the opera than gossiping, a little court gossip. Uh-huh. That's yeah, that's all they did. Like the entire time it was just them, like it was uh uh Mrs. Bridgerton, Lady Bridgerton, and mm-hmm. uh, this lady like talking. Yeah, Duke's aunt. I don't know who she was, but yeah, we saw her too. She was rich. Yeah, and they were gossiping, and then they started plot. You know, plot like maybe if my godson got together with your niece or nephew or daughter, whoever they were, we're still kind of learning who these people are, and I forgot. But you know, they're singing, they're watching people, and you know, I really felt. That was that was for me. It was a scene that got me involved two more, you know. So um, yeah, I was love, excited about that. You love the opera. I do, I do. It reminds me, you know, when I because I do go to the, to the Met here in New York, and um, often I'm, you know, whispering to who's ever in my box with me, and we're gossiping about the person two boxes down. You know, we get shushed a little bit. I've been thrown out once or twice, but the point is that we're living high society, and that's what I wanted to see, and I saw it in this. Yeah, you are the Lady Bridgerton of uh, <laughs> of, of the family circle, the highest box seats in the Met that are only twenty five dollars. Just they're just talking the entire time, the entire <laughs> time with a fan, you yeah. know, just looking over. But you know what? And that's what you do in those days because I've watched a lot of these these kind of period pieces, and I know we go to the opera and we goss. You talk shit about people. Exactly. Poor people are singing their hearts out down in the. On the stage. About what? Who knows? No you know what knows. I mean? It doesn't no matter because, yeah. Opera language, whatever that is. Right, exactly. I mean, I have no idea what they're singing about this time either. But, you know, again, everyone looked great in it. And it really was another scene that was, you know, bam, perfectly yeah. regal, regal scene. Yeah. Again, back to the point of it just being a beautiful looking series, you know, just nailing those shots. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, 100%. 
But um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much the 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 gist of the episode. There's a lot of more like things that happen, obviously, like setting up relationships, and we're learning about more of the characters. Um, right. Yeah. I, I found myself. Oh, go ahead. How cool was that outdoor party when they get the lights going towards the end? Oh, that was yeah. so cool. Yeah. That thing, I was like, dude, this is so beautiful. Like, yeah. just like the way they, the, the whole thing was just lit up with these strands of lights that they powered somehow. I don't know. I it was gas. I don't know what that would have been. But it was cool, though. It was so cool. And actually, I think that was the moment when I actually went from being like, this is okay to actually like be under the spell of the show at the mm-hmm. end. I actually felt like, there was a moment where they were dancing, where Daphne and the Duke yeah. were dancing with each other with like the sparklers were kind of going up in the background. That is exactly what I put. I wrote on here, fireworks ending all in. Yeah, yes. It's like, yes. all right, dude, the, the stylishness of it won me out. Like, cause I was the same way. I was like, the story is very similar tropes that we've had before, um, you know. Yep, comedy the- of, of manners and trying to outdo each other through yeah. So, like, who knows who and what, what? What have we heard and how do we position ourselves for the public eye and attention? Exactly. But, yeah. Like, so, like, and then they're like trying to couple to benefit each other, but obviously, like, you know, there's there will be more to it. It's like, you know, um, like she's all that and all those uh, uh, <laughs> a team movies. But um, yeah, so that was that point for me that kind of like really I, I want to see more of this world. Yep. Yeah. Oh. And speaking of that, there's some folks we want to see more. Uh-oh, I just heard my cat. Sorry about that if you hear, hear him too. <laughs> I don't know where he is. Um, but speaking of that, I forgot about the Featheringtons had a surprise guest who came in halfway through and kind of threw everything on its head. We, we missed talking about that too because that kind of was a monkey wrench thrown into some people's plans. It was, yeah, because like, you know, Daphne Bridgerton was the the literal bell of the ball up until this uh, like a Cinderella comes in. <laughs> and becomes the new uh, hot, the new hotness. And yeah, it's interesting because she, and, and whereas Daphne wants to be, but it's kind of being blocked from her brother, this new girl who's now, who I think the cousin of the Featheringtons, yeah. um, kind of like the redheaded stepchild, if you will, um, but she, but she doesn't have red hair, <laughs> but well, kind of like, yeah, that's the redheaded child. I was also like that, but anyway, um, but she comes in and, um, she gets all the attention that she doesn't really want, it seems like. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're kind of learning more about that too as, as the episode goes on. And I'm sure that's gonna be a lot more, um, you know, drama's gonna be brought in with that too. It seems like it's just starting up, which is interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, this episode, it really did set up a ton of threads. Like yeah. there's a lot going on with, I mean, everybody, just the 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 feathering tins off, you know, cause they, they want, they have grandiose plans and just their daughters aren't, aren't gonna cut it. Yeah. Um, the whole Bridgerton family, we you know, we just got a little bit of, of the, the family. As I was confused as, with them. There's yeah. so many of them. I didn't know yeah. that the one brother, there was a younger guy who danced with the redheaded girl from the Featheringtons, the younger yeah. one, the reader, the reader, the one that we like, the likable one. Penelope, yes. Um, I didn't realize that he was a Bridgerton too yeah. until the very end. <laughs> there's a lot, there was more than I thought. Yeah. That's what I'm saying like right at the beginning, dude, there's so many, there's so many characters. And I'm like, dude, I have no idea who any of okay. these people are. I wasn't alone. Okay. So yeah, like it really did set it up. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm, it, I'm definitely interested in watching more of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't immediately fall in love, like you said, but I, I do love the style. Um, 
surprisingly, like, so this is produced by Shonda Rhimes. Mm-hmm. They had like Grey's Anatomy and like uh, right. It could be more different from Grey's Anatomy. I feel like in terms of the way it looks. I don't know. I don't know Grey's Anatomy yeah. very well, but I just just this seemed more like a Sofia Coppola film to me. It was just lush and very stylish. Very stylish. Yeah. Like you, I felt like all the 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 cinematography was just yeah. point spot on, gorgeous. Yeah, exactly, and that's what really like brought it home for me. The 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 soapiness of the storytelling and stuff that Shonda Rhimes usually like has in her series. Like, okay. Um, is one, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but and you've, you've watched Grey's Anatomy, right? You, you like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think we watched up to a point. It got, it kind of jumped the shark at some point and we're just like, all right, enough. Okay. Like all her stuff is very popular, but like it's a lot of it is just more, more of that. Just like great storyteller, but like, so it's, very like weighty but like i don't know it's it's sometimes sometimes it's, it's a little much but like, like, like a soap opera kind of feel is that what you're yeah, yeah like exactly yeah right. like a higher quality soap opera. yeah 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 <laughs> um so this is based on books too so it's already okay. you know it's already written i don't know how similar it is to the books the books are basically like like steamy romance novels like, <laughs> like there's a lot more sex in the books Okay. And there was on this on the show, so um, you know, okay. so you have, to, you have to read the books and, and let me know if it's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we can do that as a spinoff. <laughs> Just like we'll do a first up book club. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I love it. I just want you to just just, just write, read the books and just highlight the sex scenes for me. So okay. We'll, we'll All just, right. We'll just read those. We'll do that next, and, and we'll do a recap. Perfect. Re-read recap next Perfect. week. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, so um, let's give it a, let's give it our rating. Oh well, and, and, and tell me again, we're doing for ratings again. I don't remember, but I say oh, I did. I did pick up a song for this one. Oh yes. Now I, I was trying to find one, so this one just felt right for it. Um, let's see. Oh, is it playing? This is Handel. <laughs> Music for Royal Fireworks. And I felt very royal, like I was watching something, mm-hmm. like I was part of something for during this and I wanted to know more. So I, I did enjoy it and I felt like I was, you know, seen behind the royal scene um, in, in this new world that I really wanted to learn more about. So I did really like it a lot, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. yeah, so, you but know, in terms uh, of scale, yeah. I think it was like binge it, watch it. I, I'm going to put it and watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little much to like sit there and watch like multiple episodes because it's very like the characters. I don't know. Like I said, the characters, they we'll see. I mean, we're only at one episode in, so we'll see how the characters progress. But right now they're a little cookie cutter, a little, there's not much there, but I'm, I'm going to watch it more for the Duke myself. So I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's, I mean, exactly. Like the pretty people in a pretty world with cool music and like fireworks, like <laughs> I'm a child. Just show me. Just give it to me. Pretty lights, and you know, like a like a couple butts, maybe now. Exactly. <laughs> I think we got a couple in the first episode too. So yeah, 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 we did. We got a few butts that just kept me, you know, kept me hanging on. I was gonna say for episode after episode, keep it coming back. Yep. So um, the IMDb score of this is a seven point three out of ten, and a lot of the reviews I read were so there were. A lot of negative reviews. Okay. A lot of them were 
fans of the books that weren't happy with the way this turned out. And then also a lot of them were what I would describe as racists mm. who are not happy with um, black people being introduced into 1800s England and think uh-huh. that's like, this is not okay. Like, <laughs> so there were a lot of one star reviews stating that. Of that. Like way too many. Like, okay. um, I mean, isn't there enough other shows out there for them to go and watch if that's what they wanted to get out of this? I mean, come weird, on. Like that. Because it's new. It's different. Yeah. It's sexy. Get with it, people. Exactly. So, so they kept saying, like, I mean, their their PC way of stating their racism was historical inaccuracies. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. If you want something historical, go watch, like, a PBS documentary. This is not meant to be an accurate historical portrayal of 1800 London. Yeah, stupid. But um, I mean, it's 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 like historical fiction, and that's what we're here for. I mean, that's bullshit. Yep. Regardless, I I think it was great. I think it's cool. I think it broke some barriers myself because it actually showed people of color and didn't even flinch. There was no backstory as to why they're here, what they're doing here. They just belong there, and that was awesome. Yeah, I agree. It was completely just like let's not even mention it. And it's like we you know, and we should we shouldn't even have to mention it. But, you know, obviously, like, it's it's pissing some people off. So um, it's cool. I, I'm, I'm down with it. I feel like they're doing something right then. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, it's funny, though, you mentioned about the other group, though, which is which are the people who, like, that's a trend. Because we saw the same thing with the folks who read the books and were disappointed. And we saw the same thing, I think, you mentioned with the Winx one, too, right? The people who normally knew, who knew Winx beforehand. Yes, exactly. Um, Dude, people are never happy. Yeah, yeah, fans of something are never happy. Being like a lifelong comic book fan, I am one of very few people that do not watch like some sort of interpretation of a comic book and say, that's not how it's supposed to be. It's a separate thing. Just go with it. Like it is what yeah. it is. Like as long as yeah. you enjoy them separately, why? what's the big deal? I don't need. I, I I don't know. I mean, that's the way I felt with Game of Thrones. I mean, I loved the books, and I, I liked the TV shows too. They're sure they were different, but that didn't for me take away that I didn't have to like the TV show just because it didn't follow the books to the yeah, T. Like both things. Yeah. Separately, yeah. you know, and and, yeah. and one or the other, and obviously we found out like, you know, Game of Thrones. As I mean, it's both in our top five lists. Yeah. Like it really. It was, I almost didn't put it in there because it shit the bed so hard in the end of this show. But this isn't a Game of Thrones uh, <laughs> episode. We may have to do one just so we could like get out our uh, our uh, emotions. Oh, I love the series. Yes. Maybe after the book comes out in uh, 2029. <laughs> when we're in the home together, it'd be perfect. Uh-huh, yes. Exactly. We'll yes. be on episode 799 of First Steps. <laughs> perfect. All right, so that is that is our episode. That is Bridgerton. That's Bridgerton. App, app one. Um, we got to find something for for next show. I know we talked about Lupin. That's pretty popular still. We'll take a look at that. Maybe we'll see what else is potentially coming out on the streaming services. That's going to be the new hotness. Ooh, can't wait. But, um, yeah, we'll see. So thank you guys so much for watching episode two. Uh, for listening to episode two, if you're getting it on one of the audio uh, podcast services. Um, so yeah, please rate us, 
five stars, do all that good stuff. And we'll see you here next time for episode three of First First Steps. Welcome, folks. Oh, I'm not. I was going to wear a top hat. <laughs> oh, you got the pint of Guinness? Oh, no, I don't know what it would be. Don't do accents, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, 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 they'll tear us down. I was going to say, that's going to find up on the floor. <laughs>